Are you someone who doesn't take life too seriously? Do you sometimes find that a shot of whiskey isn't only deserved, but needed? If you said yes to either of those, welcome to the Whiskey and Lace podcast, where we have honest chats with everyday people, shit shows and all. I'm your host, Erica Altus, and I'm here to empower you to be the best version of yourself and perhaps share in a shot of whiskey. Now pour yourself a glass of wine and let's go. What are we winging? We're winging this episode. Hello, everybody. This is a wing episode. This is a boozy winged episode. <laughs> oh, wow. We went to... Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Eric Altus. <laughs> and I've got Mark motherfucking Altus with me again tonight. And today we were at the Mariners baseball game. Had All 5,000 people at the park today. <laughs> it was a wonderful, beautiful day in Oakland. And the Mariners absolutely crushed the they Oakland A's. Them. Great fucking game. We're at the end of September, and baseball's real big right now, especially in a Mariners, Mariners household. So we shall see how it goes. But Mark and I, we definitely had a couple beers because Katrina was with us, and she was like, "We'll dr- I'll drive. And we're like, okay. So... We decided that, hey, when we get home, let's Great record, idea. Let's record a... No, no, I did not decide. You no, decided. I decided. I said, Mark, mm. let's do a boozy podcast. And I think when I went on my stories, everybody was like so excited for like a Wine Wednesday. Oh. Because it's Wednesday. Maybe we go live after this and we surprise them. I don't know. What do you mean you know? What are you going to pay me? I'll pay you in... Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. That's this sad. is what everybody wants to know, actually. So tonight's topic, everybody, is well, it's marriage, right? It's marriage. You know, it's it's not just marriage, but it's our relationship. So why don't we start off? Because I feel like, um, and and please excuse us tonight <laughs> if we get off topic or if we sound a little slurish because we have again. Oh my God! What are we hammered? We just had a couple <laughs> beers. Like you got like yeah, but we have huge. Might I quote Mikey pours in our hands? My brother Mikey, um, love you, Mikey. But he we're already off topic. Already he, off topic. <laughs> exactly. Um, he pours these pours. It's literally he's like, here's a pour of glass of wine, Erica, and it's a whole like half bottle. Into and he a just glass. dumps the bottle upside. He did it the other night. Yeah, he did it the other night. Yeah. He just Mikey's a good time. I love Mikey. Bro, Anyways, Mike, you're the best. So it's weird to talk about my, about my brother right now when we're on the topic of marriage. So. Let's get on topic, which is we're, you know, we get asked a lot. Mark and I have been married. We're coming up next week on 15 years of just marriage. That's not how long we've been together. How are you not sick of me? I mean. <laughs> Jeez, don't, don't, don't answer too quick. <laughs> let me take a sip of wine. Um, oh, hold on. Let me think about that one for mm, a sec. I'm not sick of you in the slightest. What's so weird Actually, and I hope that you have the same answer that I do, but I like, I've told this to Mark before when I'm not, maybe I'm just a really needy fucking person, but when I'm not a, like with Mark, I like think about him all the fucking time. I'm always like, oh. what's he doing? Why isn't he answering my text message? Why isn't he calling oh my me? God. Why isn't he texting me? Like I'm a needy little bitch because I love him so much and he is you're, sometimes, I shouldn't talk to him like he's not here. Sometimes with your phone situation, it's just like, oh my, like I'm working, Erica. Like I, I can't answer you five seconds after you text me. No, that's bullshit. And no, that is bullshit. Because if I was a client, you would text me back. It's just the same no, with Tony. I no, I wouldn't. I get so annoyed if I'm when in you guys a don't meeting, text me back right away. If I'm in a it's meeting, if I'm in a meeting with a client, I'm not going to answer another client right back. I'm going to call them back after I'm done with my meeting. When I'm with someone. That's the person that has the attention. Well, your wife should be Erica. Save it. Is that a kid? That's a kid. Do we have to pause? Here we are. Go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed. Well, you can't interrupt the podcast. Close your eyes and go to sleep. We love you. Which kid is it? You can't hear her? Erica, here's another thing we gotta talk about. (laughs) Mark, I have headphones on. Erica's hearing situation. I, I heard her like, no problem. Well, you're also five feet closer. Okay, let's move along. Okay, back to the podcast before being interrupted by our children. <laughs> Welcome to real life, everybody. Um, She'll go to bed. She's tired. 
Oh, she did take a huge nap in the car. Yeah, she took a huge nap. She's like ready to party. She's ready to party right now. Fucked. If Charlotte interrupts anymore, we apologize. She took a nap in the car on the way back from the the game, but we'll try to get through this. Anyways, let's tell the story about how we met. Like, let's backtrack to April of 2020. 2002. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> How do we say that? 2002. We're so, old. We're so old. So I was a senior in high school. Do you, I, th- I feel like you should tell the story from your perspective. Go ahead. I should tell the story from my perspective? Yeah, we're talking to the microphone. Sorry. It's, okay. All right. It was, was it a Friday or Saturday? It was a Friday night. Because then I went to Sunday night dinner on Sunday. It was that quick, huh? We moved mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was the Friday. I was just going to the JC. I was not really. JC is a junior college for anybody. <laughs> no, no shit. Not from here. Okay. Not everybody's from here. I was not really looking to go out. And my buddy Garrett, I think maybe Garrett was like, hey, man, there's a party up in Windsor. And I know I knew he didn't want to drive. So I had to drive. And... How responsible of you. Yeah, whatever. And yes, I was responsible. I, I did not drink and drive. Okay. Keep and going. so we went to this party in Windsor, and me and Garrett were sitting at this table in this house. I don't even know whose house it was. You know whose I house. I know it was. whose house this was. Yeah, some random house. And all of a sudden, Erica walks through the door in her nice tight jeans and her. <laughs> Super hot little like frilly white shirt. And it was a top from Express and had ruffles down the boobs middle. Boobs were rocking, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna talk to her." Oh, yeah. And did I take your breath away? Absolutely. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And then I think you might have had the same feeling because <laughs> <laughs> we ended up talking the entire time. Well, do you remember? Like at first, I sat down, and Garrett started talking about like. Dirt bike stuff. Yeah, Garrett was just Garrett. Garrett, Garrett love. I love Garrett. Love you, Garrett. I love that Garrett gets brought up in this podcast. <laughs> like, well, every he's time my I'm best friend, one of my best friends. I know. And so he started talking about like dirt bike racing and stuff. And I'm like, wah, wah. Probably because that's what we were going to like do the next day or something. Probably. And then like Mark kind of like took over the conversation and I just like knew right away. I was, I went there with another guy. Oh. Yeah. I forget their Lauren and who was the guy that who was the other guy? Isn't it Dave? Dave, yeah, yeah, maybe Dave. I'll never forget the drive home though. I followed you home <laughs> on Mark West Springs Road and Reebley Road, and Mark knew those roads because they were his back roads to his house. I did not, and I just like followed him. Like, ooh, I like this guy. Like, I'm gonna keep up with him in his big old white lifted truck. No, it wasn't lifted at that time. Oh, whatever, still. We drove way too fast on those roads. Yeah. And back then, like, I don't think I had my cell phone. I think I, like, got my cell phone taken away because I didn't pay the bill. No, you had your cell phone, I think. No, because. Oh, no, you didn't because I had to call your house. Because he had to call my house. (laughs) He had to call Alice. That's how old we are. Yeah. Oh, my God. He had to call my house. And I'll never forget on that Saturday morning, I had a message. We, growing up, had at the top of the stairs a whiteboard where Alice would leave us, like, all of our messages. Like, put the toilet seats down. Tony, you need to do this today. Or you guys need to remember to do this today. It was like our, like, just like the the message center for Alejandro where we lived. And sure enough, like that Saturday, like afternoon, you didn't do it like first thing in the morning. That Saturday afternoon after I'd met you, I saw a message. Erica, some boy named Mark called you. Here's his number and had your number on it. And so I called you back and you invited me to Sunday night dinner. And his mom did Sunday night dinners up at their house in Ringan Valley. And I went up there and I was part of a, a big family. Obviously, I'm one of six kids. He's one of eight. So I wasn't intimidated by like going to Sunday night dinner. But you probably dinner. weren't expecting what you walked into. I mean, yes, come on. I, I mean, I just remember thinking like, whoa, like, Erica, this how is rude. Such a Turn beat. your phone off. I'm sorry. I'm looking at questions. It's actually, I'll tell you who it is later. Um, I was like, I loved, I mean, anybody that went up to their house on Rolling Oaks Road was taken back by how beautiful this property was. It was like on 12 acres with vineyards and views of Santa Rosa. It was absolutely beautiful. But the one thing that I do remember is how I, I didn't grow up around pets. <laughs> We had a lot of pets. 
Yeah, and one in particular, Huckleberry, their big Catahoula, who was this big dog. He almost, like, reminded me, not of Cujo, but, like, he reminded me of, like, Beethoven, like, slobbery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, ooh. He was a great dog. And then I, and then, then, then that, like, ick turned into love, because then you, like, realized who Huckleberry was, and then, like, you turned into loving him. So, anyways, I went to your house for Sunday night dinner, and I just, like... I I really felt at home. Yeah. I really did. And we dated from 2002. We like hit it off really quick. Really quick. Oh, should we, since we're on the topic, tell the story of where you got your nickname? No. Really? Not now. No, now people want to know. No. You can't just like start that up. Come on, why not? Why are we talking about this? Is about our marriage, not about that. Oh, but it's such a good part we're of the story. We're getting off topic. That's no, like, we're not. That's another time. Mark, like, what time are we going to tell that story? I that was know. like in the earlier. No, we have to do it now. Keep the suspense going. Of Mark Motherfucking Alto? I guess. No, I say we just do it. What? Why? Right now? It's such a good story. And it's like in the early years. I'm going to tell it. Probably going to get arrested. No, you're not. <laughs> If anybody comes back for this from this situation or like from hearing this podcast and tries to arrest Mark, go fuck yourself. Honestly, it was like it was hilarious. It's not. It was not hilarious. Not time. at the time, but if somebody comes back 20, 20 years later, like come on. Oh, he's taking a big swig of wine. It's not that big of a deal. Nothing really happened. He invited you to his house. Okay, we have to tell the story. Mm. Here we go. I was a senior in high school, and it was just when I started dating you. It was not that long after I dated you. I was the captain of the Powder Puff football team. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is why this is so good. It was your glory days, Mark. And I tried, in in my defense, I tried really hard to make sure that nothing bad happened at that event. I was arguably the best team captain that Montgomery High School had ever had for their powder puff football team. Oh, so I met boy. with both principals of Santa Rosa and Montgomery High. You just had it all dialed in. Oh, I did. I tried to like, oh, I tried to bring a fundraiser into it. And they're like, no, we're not getting involved in any of this shit. Bad idea. Like, no, like Erica. Instead, Henry one shows up with a helicopter. <laughs> they like, I like tried to turn it into some like, I was like, this could be really cool. Actually, it was a really good idea. Move along. Anyways, so <laughs> I hosted the powder puff football game at Galvin Park. Galvin Park. Galvin Park. And it did not go well. Um, (laughs) Needless to say, Montgomery High School and Santa Rosa High School are very, very, very big rivals. Well, during that situation, shit hit the fan. Like, I mean, within the first quarter, it was like fights were breaking out. Everybody (laughs) was like drinking and just like, it was not I I wasn't there. Mark was not there. Where were you, Mark? (laughs) <laughs> me and travis were at a uh, poison concert in lake county <laughs> exactly so mark was so not there for this the is record. like dating wow we're really dating ourselves we here. really are so my ex-boyfriend at the time who now i know is thriving doing great like no ill intention towards him or ill feelings towards him like fine but at the time, it was just a kind of a hostile situation. He didn't like that I was dating Mark because, like, he really knew that Mark and I, like, hit it off. And, like, this was the first time where I feel like he was very threatened by, like, whoa, Erica actually found somebody that, like, she she really likes except for me. And he was really threatened by that. So he kind of came up to me at the Powder Puff football game, and he kind of threatened me. Like, he really made me feel uncomfortable. He really put me in a position where I was very, very uncomfortable. And so what did I do? I called my new boyfriend, Mark, and I was like... This fucking guy, you know, like, guess what he did? And Mark did not like that, like, one bit, because Mark loved me without telling me at this point. So I just told Mark I had no idea what Mark was going to do with that information (laughs) until the next day, which was, like, I don't know, Saturday. And he comes to my house, and he's, like, all scratched up. And my dad, what did my dad say to you? You'll never forget (laughs) it. you get in a fight with a cat? (laughs) That's what my dad said because Mark had scratches on his face. And he goes, no, just your daughter's ex-boyfriend. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, sure enough, Mark, after I told him, because I called him and told him what happened, he called this person and he's like, hey, so-and-so, because I don't want to say his name out of respect. 
this is Mark and I need to have a conversation with you. Well, my ex-boyfriend thought he was a different Mark, like his <laughs> friend who was named Mark. He's like, sure, come on over. So Mark was confused. He's like, oh, okay. So he arguably invited him over to his house. So you're not in the wrong here. So what does Mark and all of his friends do? Because they were pissed that he was really mean to his now new girlfriend. They go over to his house. <laughs> <laughs> go over to his house and my ex-boyfriend was thrown very off guard and he opens up the garage and then realizes it's not the mark he was thinking it's the new mark that is his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend and he shuts the garage on him and this is where mark's new nick or not new nickname but well it was a new nickname at the time it was the new nickname. The nickname that lived on travis throws open the garage and he says meet mark motherfucking altez the guy who's gonna kick your ass <laughs> goes in and they fight and that's where mark motherfucking altus came into play and it has never ever died that's where that nickname came i've never told that story to my audience before wow well there it is there it is yeah and everybody's alive and well and thriving it It was was just like like, you know stupid boy shit you know but i did get called a cunt on the um (laughs) i did on that monday it was the worst day ever at high school it was like Thank God this was in June because I just wanted to be done with high school. It was the end of the year, huh? Yeah. And people were pissed at me that you, you know, because Mark wasn't going to our school. He was from a different high school. And I was the girl who, you know, had my ex-boyfriend beat up. (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't even ask for it. I didn't have no idea that this was going on. And so on Monday, I get to school and you're a cunt. I'm like, oh, great. Great. But I like didn't even care, to be totally honest, because I knew that. You were over it. Mark would like leave me such sweet notes, like while I was still in high school on my Tercel, my car. My Tercel. You did. It was so cute. The, the one with the trunk that you go over a speed bump was like, da boom. Yeah, it didn't close. Yeah, you had a bungee. A bungee cord. Yeah. So, anyways, so like Tyler I mean, bought you know, that car. Yeah, his friend bought my car for $500. Yeah. <laughs> $500. That was a deal. I mean, think about that. That's a great deal. <laughs> Shit. But, anyways, so. I mean, that's as where you can tell, that's like our first three months of dating. And what a wonderful first three months. I know. <laughs> the other thing Mark did within the first year of being with him was, and Alice was really pissed at you. Do you, do you remember the story I'm about to tell? No. Oh, I do. I had a Honda Civic and oh. it was raining outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember this. You do? Yeah. When I pulled, when I pulled the house. e-brake. Yeah, he pulled the e-brake on a rainy day in front of my house, and my fucking tires spun out. And my mom, Alice, was in the window watching. She's like, God damn it, Erica. Like, so pissed. I'm like, I didn't do it, Mark. That is so unsafe. And I'm like, I'm going to get my car taken oh, away. it was fine. And then, oh, please. It was totally controlled. I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> so skilled. Anyways, so, like, those are some younger year memories of yeah. Being with Mark, and it was, I mean, Good it's Lord, pretty, 20, 21 years ago? Yeah, it was 2002. I was 18, right? 2002. No, I, was ni- I was 19. Yeah. You, were, you were 18. I was 18. Yeah. Uh, but then we did go through a time in our lives where, like, we did take a break. Small break. Small break. How many, how long was it? It wasn't very long. Long enough for you to start dating someone else. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. We'll tell that story, too, because here's one memorable story of when I was dating, not dating Mark. This is like beat up on Mark Day or what? No, no, you no. The last ones were like all in your defense, like very, very good stories in your favor. This next one is not. Here's the hardest part. I worked for Mark's sister. And so it was really, really hard when we broke up and we needed to break up. I mean, we're really young, you guys. We're super young. Yeah. Like we had to figure it out. Mark needed to realize that, like, hello. God, Erica was amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Oh, my God. No, I was a psycho-raging bitch because I was, like, on birth control, and it you did not serve crazy. me well. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa. You were a thousand times different when you got off birth control. That's yeah, a whole nother that weird? That's a whole nother podcast. Isn't that weird? Like, and we didn't even know about that's that. That's a whole nother podcast. Just me being on birth control is a well, whole nother just, podcast? You know, pharmaceutical. Oh, pharmaceutical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's not I go there. I see what you mean. I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do that podcast. No. 
Um, maybe later. Maybe later. No, but like I'll never forget. I was living with my friends Tamara and Leanna down by Santa Rosa Junior College. And Mark broke up with me because, again, I was a raging crazy bitch. And in a raging crazy bitch, meaning like I was just very emotional. I was very like probably controlling. I was like just like unhinged, right? Like I wasn't like doing anything like crazy. No. I was just very emotional. Very. So Mark needed a break. So we took a break and we ended up at the same house party. So we took a break. So we ended up at the same house party. And I'll never forget when Mark walked in with another girl. And she was like a little tiny tot from high school. Oh, my God. Stop it. She was still in high school. Oh, my God. (laughs) And the fucking guy has the audacity to walk past me, you guys, and pet me on the head. you. Yes, you did. I just gave you a pat on the head. I didn't give you like, I didn't like pet you. Like, I'm not like petting (laughs) you. I just gave you a pat. A tap. I'm like, hey, how's it going? A tap on the head. What am I supposed to do? I have another girl there. Whatever you want me to do. Give you a hug and like say, hey, how's it going? Anything other than a tap on the head would have been just like great. I felt like such a pile of shit. I went home that night and I'll never forget my friend Shelly and I. might have to have two episodes. This is really long. Mark, who cares? We can break it into two. I need two more episodes. It's not a big deal. We'll figure this out. <laughs> I will never forget that I went home that night and I was not sober, but I cried <laughs> in my laundry room with Shelly. And she's like, Erica, sometimes you just have to scream. And I screamed in my my laundry room. The laundry room was attached to my bedroom. Remember? So loud. And I was so heartbroken. I like, and it was so hard again because I worked with your sister like closely. I was her assistant. And it was really, 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 really hard for me because I was so close to the family and like that was the hardest part. But <laughs> he inevitably realized that. God, she's just so amazing. Oh my God. How did we get back together? I don't know. We, you were very persistent. I was? Yeah. Oh. Well, and no, honestly, probably what happened is that I, being with another girl, like I honestly couldn't. Like, I would be with another girl, but I would still be thinking about you. That is so nice. Yeah. I mean, however you want to think about it. But, yeah, it was literally like I couldn't. I'm like, I'm not. This isn't right. You know. And it was like, I don't know. How how long do we? We was like maybe four or five months. Maybe. It wasn't too, too long. It wasn't very long. And then it was like, no, this isn't right. But then when we got back together, I'll never forget you guys. And I told Mark, if we're getting back together, like, this is it. Like, I'm not, I, I can't go through this again. And again, we were really You had also young. got off birth control then. I mean, again, <laughs> that's another. Well, my sister-in-law, thank you, Allie, um, introduced me to this book that where I could learn to understand my body. And again, off topic, but like understand my body and like where I didn't need to be on birth control. This is crazy, though, because it made a huge difference in your, in who you were as a person. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it turned me into a crazy person. It did not serve me well. Extra hormones did not, did not do well. So I read this book and I got off birth control, but also like, I think we both just realized that like, I mean, mean, it was very long, but we just definitely just knew that like, I don't know, like I remember seeing you for the first time and it was like, wow, this person's pretty incredible. And talking after talking to you and like, Walking away from that, there was something that always just brought me back. Like, I couldn't get you out of my mind. Like, you were always there, you know? Well, and I I do think that it comes from a place of, like, I I know that something that attracted me so much to you was the fact that you did come from a big family, you know? Like, understanding coming from a big family is, like, something that not everybody can, you know? Like, there was just something I loved about that. I love your family so much. Yeah. And I know that you love my family. Like when you're dating somebody and then like you choose to marry them, you're not just choosing to marry the person. You're choosing to marry their family. Yeah. And during that time, especially like I love your family. Like I loved your nieces and nephews and like all, you know, like it just, it was like, there's more than just you and granted you're the biggest piece of the puzzle. But at the same time, like, I just, I loved the element of all of it. You Our know? family was in their glory days. Like, truly. 
There's another podcast. That's another podcast. Holy <laughs> shit, that's another podcast. Holy shit, that's not just another podcast. That's a whole series of podcasts. We could do a goddamn, like, mini series on that. 100%. I could interview each of your siblings individually and whole fuck. Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. None of them. Well, only a couple of them would sign up for that. Yeah. The rest of them would tell me to fuck off. So we're not just going to, we're just not going to do that. Not um, so anyways, so we ended up getting back together. And again, like this could be a two part series for sure. Cause what minutes are we at? We're at 25 minutes. We're only halfway through. Oh. Halfway through. We're good. Um, why is my wine going so fast? Would you like to take a break and get a glass of wine? No, I'm fine. I have a couple oh, okay. sips left. Okay. So that's just kind of our early days. And then, Mark, how did you propose? How did I propose? Um, well, I I don't know. I just thought, like, we had a very good group of friends. Or I, I did. We did. We did. Yeah, I guess your yeah, group of friends. my friends were there. Yeah, your group of friends was were there. But, like, I just was like, eh, I want to have, like, everybody together and, like, have a party. So one of my friends, actually, her parents had a house literally out in Sea Ranch on the Pacific Ocean. Like, amazing, amazing house. And so I called her. I'm like, hey, you think your parents would care if I, you know, asked Erica to marry me out here? And then, like, if you guys could come out after, like, you know, surprise us, or obviously I knew, but surprise Erica, and then, you know, hang out for the weekend or whatever. So, what did we go out? I don't know. We went out on, like, a Thursday. Did we go out on a Thursday or something? Yes, and Mark was very nervous, so I was kind of on to him a little bit. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah, because I'll never forget that you made me stop at a gas station because, like, you forgot your camera. And at the time, we didn't have phones with cameras on them. And so, you're like, we have to go get a camera at the gas station. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. even remember that. Oh, Yeah. I was, like, paying close attention to really? it. Yes. Because uh, I kind of had, like, I felt like, okay, this is happening. We've been together for how many, but I had years? No, how many years? I was 23 when we got engaged, so. 23 and so. Four years. So four, four years, really? Yeah. That's it? I yeah. feel like we were together for longer than that. No, so anyways, so we're on our way out there. So we're on our way out there. Um, When we stayed the first night. Yeah, just the two of us. Just the two of us. And then... Um, we went for a walk, like out, you could walk to the Pacific, like literally on the Pacific ocean. And so I went out and, you know, had the ring. I was so fucking nervous. And it was really windy. It was kind of windy. Yeah. But it was like sunny out. It, it was, was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. Um, and went and, you know, got it done. But what happened? What happened? Do you remember what happened? Oh, when I was trying to like. Yeah, I didn't. I was sitting down with him and he didn't. I was trying to get you to stand up. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because I didn't know. And then all of a sudden, like, I realized, like, what he was doing. But I never stood up. So he just kind of, like. I just did it. I was on my my knee and you were just sitting there. Yeah. It was fine. And the biggest thing that, like, so, like, I kind of knew it was coming. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I feel like this is the first time I've ever admitted this to you. Like, I really knew it was coming. But. Where he really surprised me was right after he proposed. He said, so, like, I want you to marry me. And guess what? All of our friends are going to be coming here and staying with us for the rest of the weekend. And I lost my shit. Because I was like, the amount of planning that took, I I could cry right now. Oh. Honestly. It was was such a fun weekend. No, it was, like, really special that you, like, took the time at, like, such an age of, like, I don't know. We weren't that old. Mark, let, let just don't don't deflect it. Like it was really fucking cool. Like you like literally like thought of having everybody there. And when we went back to the house after right everybody after he proposed, there, huh? everybody was there and like came out and was like surprise. And it was like so fucking cool. Like I'll mm. never forget it for as long as I live. And you did really fucking good. And I can't believe that was 16 years ago. <laughs> 16 years ago. I know. It was so 15. Good. Well, no, because we got married. Oh, yeah, 16, 16 years ago. It was yes. 16 years ago. Math is hard. That math's so hard. <laughs> I'm like crying over here. Um, no, it was really, 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 really special. It was really fucking awesome. And I'm like, I I just it was the best decision that I've ever made in my life. Was to both marry of us you. made. Yeah. So then we get married. We got married in Geyserville. Yep. At a winery. Mosaic, and that was mosaic. an awesome that was an awesome wedding. You it's know? not it's not mosaic anymore. It's Dale Moore. Dale Moore, something like that. 
Yeah. And it was, it was a beautiful wedding. Um, it was hot as fuck. It was hot. Hot. But it was so beautiful. It was out on a winery. We had our after party at a hotel that literally burned down. Yeah, during the Tubbs fire. Tubbs fire. Um, No, it was just, it was a beautiful wedding and like just, it was great. So now let's talk marriage because that's what people are listening for. Marriage. Marriage (laughs) is what brings us together today. to be a boozy episode. <laughs> All right, it's good. That's good. <laughs> I'll just drink water. You shouldn't. We should keep drinking wine. It would be oh, way better. Boy. Um <laughs> So anyways, I asked you guys on my stories like People, you know, people wonder all the time. I do, I do think that being married for 15 years at the age of 40 is an anomaly. You know, like I, I it's it's not the norm. Statistically speaking, what we have is not normal. It's just not. It's it's not the average. And I'm not trying to sit here and pat myself or, you know, pat Mark's back on making it through. Um, I just I don't know, like how do we do it? How how are we getting through this? How are we able to I think it, I I wanna say and give both of our parents a lot of credit because we both came from families where you work through what's going on and your parents, you know, last weekend we just celebrated 50 years with your parents. Mm -hmm. My parents got how many, I think it was 52. Was it? Yeah. Before my dad passed away. Did they celebrate 50 before he died? Uh, I can't remember. It just never so mattered. They were married a long fucking time and it was admirable. Yeah, because yeah, it was 40. When I met you, they were, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was, it you was. Guys, this can take 20 minutes. It could, math is hard, people. <laughs> math is hard. Um, they were married for a really long time and same, they same thing. died and they were still married. But like, they, you know, you just don't give up. Like, you can't, like, just, you know, it's just one of those things. So I want to credit, like, both of us having that. And I'll never forget not to interrupt you. I'm sorry. You can- just having just having that feeling and and uh, that past of both of our parents being so committed, totally to each other in life, and I think it was huge. I think it's huge for us because we just it's what we knew. We're not people that just go like, oh my god, it's tough. You know, like fuck, marriage is fucking hard, dude. Like it's not fucking easy. Like you you go through ups, you go through downs. It's it's work. It's a commitment that we make every single day to one another. Yeah, 100%. to be loyal, to be in it, to get through it, to figure it out, and it is not easy. Yeah. And it would Oh. But I'm going to credit them to a lot of why I, yeah, I really feel that models. way. You feel that way. It's like we're two like-minded people of like. Do you remember when my parents judged you on like, not not judged you, but was like, we're like questioning you about your parents? Yeah, because it was before they knew that my parents were together for like. Let's tell the story. So <laughs> this, this was is another good one. Controls. Yes. Oh, fuck. oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> Alice, if you're listening, just like bounce out now. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so back when I first started dating Mark, I was still living at home and the pharmacist, I don't even know if those, this was fucking legal that they did this, but I'll never forget. My mom came home from the pharmacy at CVS on Yalupa and (laughs) Yalupa. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom's like, what is this? And she threw a brown paper bag at me and it was birth control. And at that time, I don't know how they were able to, like, give it to her because I was 18. So, like. They shouldn't have. No. It should not have been legal. But, you know, back in the 2000s, it was maybe a little bit different. And she's like, what is this? And I come from a very Catholic household. And sex before marriage is very frowned upon. And so I, like, you know, like, clammed up. And I'm like, it's to regulate my period. (laughs) Wrong. Yeah. No, it was not. I lied to you, Alice. And I'm here to admit it to this day she knew and so she i'll never forget it i was like mom like it's to regulate my period like leave me alone just give it to me mark's on his way over and i'll never forget she's like perfect oh this is we're gonna have a conversation with him and i was like what (laughs) 
So I text messaged Mark because I had somehow no, had my phone. No, you did not text message. And I said, my parents no. want my birth control pills. And that was you're when I walked over. through the door, Oh, yeah, Erica. you're right. You're right. You just walked in. Do we didn't have, there wasn't no like, quit it. No, you probably would have been like, I'm sick. I can't come over. I fucking literally walk in the door and you're like, I want to let you know my parents found our, my birth control and they're going to talk to you about it right now. And I literally like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you guys, this really happened. And so, right when he walked in, I told him this and my parents pulled him in the backyard. And the first thing they asked, one of the first things they asked you was, so Mark, how long have your parents been married? <laughs> this was great. because I was just like, And at this point, they have been married for like 42 years. Because I just met you before, yes, right after their 40th. That's what I'm saying. So yes. my parents were 52 because it was right after. And that was like they're 42. Yeah. So, so I didn't know if they'd been married for 50 because your dad didn't die long after. 2014. Okay, so, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, so Mark Mark literally goes, they've been married for 42 years. And both their looks on their faces, they were astoundish because oh, like. Oh, they were just like, Ooh. Oh, Okay. Oh, they have Perfect. eight kids. Oh, oh, they have eight kids all from That's the same family. my dad fell in love with you, whether he wants to admit it or not. <laughs> but then one, Mikey one saved story, us. just just saying right now, one story that we have to tell is Dude. is when, and so again, many. Alice, turn this off. Is when I went to go ask that, like, for your hand in marriage, and like I went to your dad, you know, and I'm like, I set it up with your dad, like, hey, Mel, you want to go to Barley Corns? Like, let's you know go. Barley Corns is throwing it back, and so like me and Mel are like getting ready to walk out the door. And all of a sudden, Alice walks up and she's like, so I'm going to go with you guys. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Aww. And Alice came along. She maybe didn't know that you were doing that. I think she had a good idea. Yeah, Alice has, I mean, yeah, Alice has fun. Like, well. I set it up with Mel. Like, hey, Mel, can, uh, yeah, can we yeah. go? Like, how often do I go eat burgers with Mel yeah. at, at Barley Corns? But back to the birth I love her. Yes. Back back to the birth control story. I will never forget when we were in our backyard and we're talking all through this about love and commitment and like all this <sighs> shit. And Mikey comes out. Yeah, and he's God like, bless Mikey. Yeah, God bless Mikey in this moment. <laughs> I mean, like, damn. He comes out. He's like, what are you guys talking about? And I'm like, mom's talking about birth control with my new boyfriend. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you guys, like, he maybe didn't say what the fuck. He's like, no. oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. You guys need to stop. stop. And they both like zipped their lip. And I was like, thank God. God. <laughs> like, it quit. It was they like. They did. I was it was like, like, they kind of realized. Thank you, like, Mikey. Thank, you, thank you, Mikey, that this is like very, I mean, this was in the first three months of dating Mark. I thought for sure he was going to break up with me after that It one. was in the first three months? Oh, yeah. It was after the powder puff thing. Like all the things. Mark, we went through a lot we went through very a lot. quickly. <laughs> It's not New Year's yet, but I'm feeling like some bubbles, y'all. Time to make the holiday sparkle and shine with my friends at La Crema. Right now, they are offering two amazing experiences at their beautiful estate in Sonoma County. Sparkling wine and oysters and a sparkling holiday soiree event. If you have visitors joining you for the holidays and they're looking to do some wine tasting, get them over to La Crema. First off, sparkling and oysters is one of Mark's all-time favorite pairings. At La Crema, guests get to enjoy a dozen locally sourced oysters paired with this estate Blanc de Blancs. And because I always hook up my whiskeys, they're offering all of you two sparkling wine options with this experience instead of just one. Enjoy a glass of Blanc de Blancs and their sparkling Brut Rosé. Book this experience in advance with two or more of your friends and family. And if your family is planning to linger through the new year, slay on over on December 30th for La Crema's sparkling holiday soiree. Pop some bubbles and celebrate while enjoying holiday music, appetizers, and more of your La Crema favorites. Talk about a vibe. There is no better way to kick off the new year than with your friends at La Crema. So be sure to book a trip before December 30th, 2023. Don't miss out on adding another dose of sparkle to your holidays with La Crema wines. Anyways, so like you were saying, marriage, you you really feel that like both my parents and your parents we're such good role models and I could not agree more. Like we just, we, we had people in our lives that showed us. Yeah. I mean, not even, not even our parents, like think about all of the relationships that we see that we yeah, have. It was, like, that it we was have. not a normal thing back when we were, you know, like all of our brothers and sisters, like everybody is committed. Like we have a very committed family, like throughout both sides. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's well, not a normal yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like, 
here's the thing. I want anybody that's listening that's been divorced to never feel judged by us because I do think that in a lot of situations, a lot of them, divorce is the right fucking thing. Like, do it. And my mom and dad maybe wouldn't agree on that sentiment right now. But, like, I do have so many friends where it's like, you know, like, yeah, like that it's was not right meant to be. It's not meant to be. You know, and what's best for children. Like, there's so many factors into this that it's never just like a stay in it to stay in it, you know? Like, so I never want anybody that's listening to this to feel bad about themselves or feel like they've failed in any way. For Mark and I, it has never, it's, it's always, I mean, we're going again on 15 years. And if I, I would never sit here and blow smoke up anybody's ass to say, it's been great. It's been so easy because it hasn't, because we've dealt with the death of Mark's, Mark's dad. We've dealt with lots of up and ups oh, and downs. There's tons of stuff we've dealt lots with. Of, I'm just kind of running through, you know, like some things. So then people don't feel like it's just been like this fucking rainbows and butterflies situation. Like, it's, it's not always easy. And, like, there's a lot of family issues that have risen. Holy shit. There have been so many, you know, like, there's been deaths. There's been hardships. But within it, like, I will say that, like, having you next to me and never wavering on, like, your commitment to me and always just knowing that you're my, like, you're my solid point. The same way, yeah. Is really fucking rad. Yeah. Like, I trust Mark more than I trust anybody in this entire world. I'm going to cry. I'm, like, looking at you. Oh. But it's really true. Like, I trust you. I trust you immensely. And I love you so much. I love you more today than I loved you the day that I married you. Yeah. And. Totally. I, um. I'm just, I do feel so lucky, but it, we're grateful. Yeah. I, I, we just, we make a really good team. You are literally, when I like talk about Mark to anybody else and like my relationship with him, he's just my best friend. Like, you're just my best friend. Like, I'll fucking like be really mad at you. Like, my, be- you know, like, you're just like, I don't know. You're just my best <laughs> friend. Really mad at you. <laughs> I could like, I could, I, I hate you sometimes. Like, I do not, I don't hate you. But I can be, like, really mad at you. But, like, deep down, it's, like, just such a love for you. Like, you're just, like, my rock. You're my solid place. You're my home. You're everything that, like, Aww. I always want to come back to, you know? And so, like, um, I'm grateful what we, what for What we have is very, very special. And it's pretty incredible the love that we both reciprocate to each other. Yeah. And it's, like... Just like on wavering, like there's no doubt about it. The foundation of any relationship, you guys, is literally trust. Yes, it really, really, really is. And I and I feel for people who I always get people in my Q and A's, not always, but every once in a while, who like have like some suspicion about their spouse, and I feel really bad because like I would be really devastated if I had suspicion about you because once you break that trust. It was like trust, a doubt. One, yes. Yeah. Once you break that trust with your spouse, it's so hard to not let other things just infiltrate in and let it destroy you. Like, and foundation of a good relationship is trust. And granted, like, not to say that I have never, like, been, like, not jealous by any means, but, like, if – if a bitch is going to like, you know, like. What are you talking laugh. about? Where are you going? What's going on right now? I don't want to talk about it, but whoa. like. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. All I'm saying is that like, if I ever felt there was anything going on, like I would like confront you right away, you know? Absolutely. Why so, wouldn't you? I, w- yeah. I would. Yeah. You know that. But it's also that trust that just like you, we both run on. We both run on yeah. that trust. And Mark just knows that it would be like so bad if he ever did anything. Okay, might get a little weirdier. And we had in kids. 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 Yeah. And and kids can take so much out of your relationship. It's unbelievable. It's so natural to let that happen. Newborns. If Is you're it on newborn, or on? 
What? I said, is it on or on believable? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Mark is the king of saying on believable. Yeah, unbelievable. Unreal. It's un. Anyways. Kids are not easy. Yeah. No. But I wouldn't kids. change it for my life. No, you know, but like what we have and newborn what, stages and things like that. Like, oh my God. Like going from no kids to one kid was really hard for us. Uh, yeah. No, well, that yeah. was really hard. Yeah. Because it, it was an easy transition with like, you know, Charlotte as a, as a newborn or like just a younger kid compared to Austin. It was just like a harder kid, you know? Yeah. In that instance, it was really hard for us. <laughs> yeah. And people want to know, like, did your marriage go through, like, ebbs and flows? And the answer is 1,000% yes, especially with children. I mean, it just goes back. Like, nothing is always sunshine and roses. It's like you you always go through ups and downs. And it's whether or not, like, you have the relationship that you can literally trust each other and come back and, like, regroup and go, like, Dude, we got this. Like, there's nothing that can fucking waver our love, and we have this. Whatever situation is thrown at us, I mean, God, like, think about like going through like 2008, 2009. You know, it's like, what was that one song? You have to play that one song. Like, um, <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what song? We were like broke, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyways but like that was like it's like a test of time like you you know like we just like but would your hardest time feel would you feel that our hardest time was like through that financial time it was a hard time but oh my god i feel like having austin was like oh my god i mean i but like that was a kid like it's a kid and we just like roll through you just like know that you have to go <laughs> you just go roll through it as a dad do you hear this everybody <laughs> like that's such a different perspective than me well, yeah, because, I mean, you're definitely, like, <sighs> as a newborn, you were the one that was, like, on Breastfeeding. Like, yeah, it was a, really hard. God bless you. You're just so amazing. <laughs> I'm not asking for compliments, but I'm just I'm giving like, them. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, but yeah. no, like. I mean, obviously, that was a hard time, but, like, as far as for our relationship. Yeah, I mean, I feel like what's crazy is, like, I look back now and anything that we thought was a struggle we kind of crushed it. We kind of like figured it out and moved forward. Even the, you know, like Austin is, was like not an easy guy when we first had him. It was like, we, we just got through it. Like yeah. we just did it. We have to be a team. It's a, te- it's a total team. Yeah. And 100%. like communicating is so essential. And I know that's really, really, really hard for couples to like figure out how to communicate. And it's never been perfect. Like, I do remember a time when I resented you, actually. Oh. Um, I was really, really, really frustrated with Mark when I worked at Quicksilver and Roxy and I wanted to leave. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. And it was really, really, really challenging. I could cry again. <laughs> maybe it's the wine. Um, or maybe it's start my period, but whatever. Um <laughs> No, but like that was a very, very challenging time for me because I got to a point where like I loved my job. I really did. But that then was also I when we hated. were having a kid. We had a kid. I was yeah. dealing with my, the fallout of the partner, you know, like my whole like relationship with my ex-business partner and best friend. All that shit was going on. So like there was a lot was in a that lot. time of year. But a lot of hormones, a lot of business, a lot of stuff going on. There was on. a lot going on in that time of year. But the one thing that I really didn't want to do anymore was continue to do my job. And it was really, 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 really challenging to not convince Mark because I don't want to, like, have to convince him of, like, seeing my side. But it took a lot of time working it through with Mark to make him realize that, I'm so unhappy within this job and it's making me so miserable because it did. Like it drove me to anytime I heard my phone bang with an email, it made my stomach cringe. I didn't want to do it anymore. But what was hard and understandably hard and it made me have a hard time walking away from it was financially walking away from it because it brought in very good money. And it took me and him going to some counseling 
thank God we had counseling at that time because it was when I was going through my fallout with my ex-best friend and I needed it. So I was going individually, but then she brought you in and the two of us were doing that. And I never, ever, ever regret having that situation, like going to counseling with you because it was only it was like really, three or four deals, right? It wasn't very long and that's wow. okay. But like, it was so helpful because I, I do think, and whether you want to admit it or not, it's up to you right now on this podcast. I do think that that therapist made you realize that like, whether I did that job or not, we'd be financially okay. And we'd figure it out. I knew we would be financially okay. Like regardless, but like, how did I know you were going to say that? Well, <laughs> because I, I just knew that we would be that way. It was, and, and I, I, Erica, it was always the fact of that. Like I knew like if you wanted to quit, you could quit. It was, it was almost like you talking through that. I mean, I remember several times, and I think it was like you thinking that I didn't want you to do that. But at the same time, from my perspective, like I, I understood it. And and you were kind of like, you had this thing that you kind of got hung up on of me thinking that it was me like holding you up. It, like from, from quitting or like not going forward. And well, it took something to finally, the straw that broke the camel's back and I'll never forget it. And I sure once I bring this up, you'll never forget it too. We were in Mexico and I got thrown something in my career, my way that I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. It was when when they added a ton of shit. They added snow to my division, all this shit. And I was going to like, they basically were like. You're going to be gone forever. It was like, and you had a kid. And it was like, no. And so, and I'll never forget it. And I talked about this in a podcast that I believe will air sooner than this one. And if it didn't, then you'll find out on like a later episode. I'll never forget when I talked to Mark Simpson about what the cards were being dealt you know, like what cards were being dealt my way. And I said, what do we do? And he goes, your expiration date has arrived. And I was like, yeah. And you knew it. Everybody I knew, knew it. it. It was just like, I'm not doing well, this like we anymore. Did the, we did everything. Like we were like crunching the numbers of like how long you would be gone. And like, you just had a kid and like, <sighs> they're like cutting your pay while everything's happening. it was like, fuck this. Like, yeah. <laughs> see you later. And when I tell you guys... Again, I could cry. The amount of weight lifted off my shoulders after that happened, I feel, oh my God, it was the best feeling in the world. Like I finally felt I could like be free that was like, in a sense. I don't know. I was like in a career for like a really a long time. After you, was that a year after Whiskey and Lace? Like when you it was a couple years. It? Yeah, it was a couple, couple years. Because yeah. you were doing Quicksilver yeah. still better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was time. Like we all knew it was like, yeah, fucking, like the X ray. Yeah, like, oh God. Okay, here we go. So, anyways, all this oh, Jesus, like, what we've touched on so many topics tonight. I kind of love this. We're out of wine, but I do have we have like much more to talk about. Not much more, but like one we have big, a there's a one lot more, big, honey. big topic to talk about that everybody wants to know. What is that? Can you take one guess? I don't know what we're talking about. What are we talking about? Okay. What's one thing in everybody's relationship they struggle with a lot of times? Sex? Yes. Oh. Good job. Great guess. Why? People want to know how we keep the spice alive. People want to know, like, how often are we doing it, honey? Like, how do we keep this? How? What's our sex life like? Uh, Our sex life's pretty fucking good, I would say. I love our sex life. You do? Honey, we have a pretty good sex life. Oh. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's better than others, right? I mean, like like everything, everything goes through ups and downs, but I mean, we, we have sex a pretty good amount and we have good sex. Everybody wants to know an average. An average? An average. An average is hard. An average is hard. I mean, fuck, honey. Sometimes like, it'll be like, we're doing it like seven days a week. No way. (laughs) You guys do not listen to anything you're saying. We have not had sex Seven days a week. Mark, Honey, we will not. go we will go through times when it's like that. And then we will go through times when seven it's like seven days a week is a lie and you know it. Maybe five. <laughs> Maybe five. It's never seven. Nobody listened to him. It's never seven. Okay. 
Unless we're on like a fucking vacation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but on average, I don't know. Three days a week. Three days a week. Yeah. What's an average? An average, if I'm not on my period and I'm not pissed off at Mark. <laughs> you get pissed off at me. Sometimes you just don't do what you need to do in order to make me feel like I want you. Oh my God. We've been in that slump for the last two weeks. Do you want to talk about it? The last two weeks? Kind of. Um, <laughs> do I want to talk about this? <laughs> no, like I, okay, there is this thing called five love languages. Do you know what that is? Um, there is, I guess, like people describe that everybody has, like, there's five love languages. And the love languages are affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time. You like your gifts. Are you serious? <laughs> Physical touch. I can tell you right now what Mark's love language is. Physical touch? Yep. <laughs> yes. Mine is not acts of gifts. I don't want gifts. I can't believe that you even chose that for me because I can tell you one that I would so much rather have. What? Acts of service. <laughs> when you take out the trash. Oh, my God. Or you, you act- clean up the house. I'm oh. not acting like you don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm not acting like you don't. When you help me make the bed. When you, like, when you fill up my gas tank. With oh gas. my god! No, I know you're rolling your eyes. You're rolling your eyes, just like I could roll my eyes at you wanting physical touch, and that's your love language. Everyone's love language is different. Uh-huh. Yours is physical touch. Mine is acts of service. I like acts. Of, maybe we need to talk about this more because maybe Mark just doesn't know that. Like I love that, and I also like um, what's it called? Positive affirmations. affirmations. Yeah, like I like. You it's like, not gifts. You it's like, not physical gifts. You I like, mean, for you to you say like that is like... You like your text um, messages. And yeah. you like your phone calls. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do. Yes. <laughs> you like your little, like, if I leave a note for you, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, when's the last time you've done that? I don't know. I need to do it more. <laughs> <laughs> well... I do. And so, yeah, like little, little things like that. It's yeah. not, would you take back that thing that like, I need gifts? You definitely like gifts. Not really. Okay. I like gifts. If I get you gifts, you're like, you like gifts. I mean, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Cause like, I don't think so, but it's okay. <laughs> it's getting awkward. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get to the next question. Who initiates lovemaking more? Me. 1,000% Mark. Yeah, no joke. I mean, if Mark could have sex two times a day, even no. one time a day. Two times a day. I don't know. One time a day would be great. That was great. Mark would love that. Yeah. Especially with you. You should take it as a compliment. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling so complimentary right now. So complimentary. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So that's, yes, that answers that question. That's a very quick question. Um, how do we keep the spark alive, though? Like, what is it that we're doing that, like, is keeping the spark alive? I would say. Dating. We still have to go. On, yeah, we definitely do our dates. Like, I can't wait for next week. Yeah, like, set a time, weekends, you know, even if it's just a night. Like, just to be away, like. Get the grandparents to watch the kids, do something, you know, to keep the spice alive. And just, like, you got to, like, make it feel like when you were young, I would say. Yeah. You know? Turn your phone off. Turn the phone off. Yeah. Turn on some good music. Yeah, great. Great. James Bay Radio. James Bay Radio. Here you go. It's always always a go our go to guys. Like, yeah. like if you need like some sexy time radio, just turn on like you know James Bay Radio. But yeah, so like we're going next week to Bodega, and I do feel like setting. And it's not always easy for everybody. So like again, like I don't want you guys to feel like oh that'd be great if I could do that because it's not always the case for everybody. Well, it's but. not. It, I mean, you can do other things like if you can't get away for the weekend or whatever. You know, like we'll put the kids to to bed some nights and just hang out and like. Have a glass of wine and just yeah. listen to music. Ah, oh, it's the best. You know, and turn the TV off. 
Yeah. Turn the fucking TV off. Dude. I mean, Wine Wednesday really is a place where we can have like a date night. And we haven't done that in a really long time. People are really pissed at us about that. I don't know what to say. I know. Sorry about that. Soon. Uh, but I mean, you don't just need Wine Wednesday. Like no, literally you just turn the TV off, put your phones away, pour a glass of wine, you know, or not, whatever. You don't need wine. Take our game. Do but whatever. Just like be together and like. Talk. Yeah, like talk. talk. Talk about what's going on. Yeah. You know? It's so true. And, like, you can probably find, like, prompt questions to, like, ask one another on the internet, you know, or wherever. Like, that can, like, help your relationship and, like, spark questions if it, if it's uncomfortable for you. You know, like, try that. Honestly. We've never had that problem. No, because we have our audience that, like, does help do that. And, and Wine Wednesdays really are. Like, you want to poo-poo it. But it's honestly, like, I love Wine Wednesdays in the sense that, like, they do make a great date night for Mark and I. And, like, brings up laughter and, like, conversation and that sort of thing. We haven't done it in a while. And people are so pissed at us about it. But it's 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 just, it's one of those things that's, like, we don't want to drink midweek anymore. And, like, we just, like, I don't know. It's It, it takes a lot. It's just so, been a gap. Yeah, it's just been a gap. Uh, we'll get back to it. I promised it in September, and here we are going into October. You did? Yeah. Don't promise things that you can't perform No, that's on. why I'm probably going to go live after this. Excuse me? Excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, so I feel like we can wrap this up because we've touched on so many amazing points in our relationship, our love life. Um, I don't think that we've touched on sex enough, but like... I do think that we've... I will uh, tell you this. Sex ooh. is very important to keep... Yeah, because there does it does go ebbs and flows. Because there's sometimes... Oh, like, 100%... Definitely not. 100% it. ebbs and flows. But it's very important to keep the marriage alive. Like, if you're not having sex and you're not physically attracted to someone, it's all bad. <laughs> like, yeah, they'll find it somewhere else, right? I mean... It's just terrible. I mean, that's just... I've never had that feeling, so I don't know because we do. We're lucky enough to have that. Like we have a great sex life and we have good sex. But yeah, I mean, I've have friends that are like, fuck, you know, it's you know, and you're like, fuck, you dude. do. I don't, okay, <laughs> that's that's enough of that. <laughs> I'm about to get shit on his friends after this podcast, but. <laughs> No, it did, but I also don't want to like bullshit people and make them think that like we're doing it all the time because it does no, take a lot of work. And like, and when I'm not emotionally feeling happy, I mean, it's not easy. Like right after kids, nope, I wanted nothing to do with the sex, especially after I had Austin. I remember telling my doctor, I was like, even though like my vagina may be ready, like you have to tell him I need four more weeks, like just physically just not there. And that's okay. And you just have to communicate that with your partner. And like, I don't know, Mark and I like talk through a lot of it because there has, there have been times and I'm not going to lie, like where like I've not been sexually driven and it's been really, 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 really hard, but I've had to like, you know, lean into it and, and we've had to talk through it and we've had to just like find creative ways via positions and like, uh-huh. you know, like toys and like other things that like spark fun, you know, things within our sex life. And like, I'm not promoting that for everybody because not everybody's into that, but like explore yourself also is what I'm going to say. And then when you explore yourself, your partner will be turned on, especially as a female, like they like to see you turned on. So just like explore yourself and get happy with yourself. And trust me, the rest will follow. Did I just say too much? No. You just got turned on. Do you have a huge boner right now? No. (laughs) I don't. Should we leave on that note? <laughs> you want to leave on a big boner note? <laughs> oh, my God. I do. I want to leave on a big boner How many, note. What are we at now? We're at 104. 104, honey. 104. Not 104. An okay. hour and four minutes. I mean, it might be a great time to... All I want everybody to know... Call it a big boner night and end it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what I want you all to know before I end this podcast is that... Um, it's never been easy. 
it's always been worth it. Yeah. And it's just work. Like you just have to, <sighs> and you have to be committed. You have to have a commitment. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people these days, it's so easy just to be like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'll just get a divorce and go find someone new. And it's like, if you have that mindset, don't get any, don't get married. Just, just go do yourself. Yeah. And maybe you're like simplifying it because everybody has like their own shit. You know? I am simplifying it. You're simplifying it. But like, that's a, you have to have commitment. You do. And you have to want to be married. Like, you have to want to have that connection with someone and yeah. be together because if you don't then fuck off and oh. you have to always realize that no matter who you're with it's never going to be sunshine and roses forever no. like it's going to there is going to be hard moments you're gonna there's have going ups. to be life that hits you there's, there's going, going to, to be, be ups and downs shit that happens so like you have to find a person that can weather that storm as your teammate and i just i view us not to like sound like fucking like we're on a baseball team but like i do really really admire the sense that him and i like i, I look as mark look at mark like my teammate i just do well yeah because we are yeah. yeah and i think when you do that you're like oh, fuck. sometimes they're like i was a terrible teammate to him today like you know like <laughs> i'm gonna figure it out and vice versa or like okay how can i help my teammate today because you're not always gonna be like the best. And I don't always think that it's 50-50. I just don't. Brene Brown says it best. Like, no, marriage isn't 50-50. To be totally honest with you, sometimes I'm putting in more work than Mark is and vice versa. Like, Mark will get into slump and I'm like, all right, like, this is, like, how can I talk him out of it? How can I help him through it? Like, how can I be there, you know, bigger with the kids and with the household and vice versa? Like, it's not always going to be 50-50. I think that people need to get that out of their heads right away and that it just takes ebbs and flows of being there for one another and, and that's, that's how marriage works. So we, we have tried to end this podcast like 17 times. So it is time. So thank you so much, everybody for tuning in. Adios, and I hope that you guys amigos. found this to be an awesome podcast. I fucking love you guys. And, uh, we need to pour ourselves some wine. Bye. All right, friends, that's all for today's episode of the Whiskey and Lace podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share the love and leave a review. And remember to join the Whiskey and Lace community by following me on TikTok and Instagram at Whiskey and Lace. And send me a DM to say hi and mention this episode. I'd love to meet you. See you next week.